From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 72 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What is going on, guys? Not much. How's how? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing, Cody? <laughs> Never better. Never better. Nev- never better. Never better. This wow. is the best you've ever been. This is it. So it's all downhill from here. No, Everything each day, you? each day gets better. Each day is a gift. Oh, nice. Okay. Is that nice. why they call it? Is that why they call it the present? Bingo. Yeah, exactly. Cody's been reading some motivational books or something. <laughs> Just you know, dabbling in my own personal memoir, yeah. or Ooh. been uh, getting Chinese food. <laughs> No, I tell you what, I actually, fun fact, have horrible luck when it comes to fortune cookies. Oh, yeah? The last time I went and got... um, Chinese food? (laughs) Chinese food. I got a fortune cookie, and this was like at a Chinese restaurant. It wasn't just like Panda Express or something. But we're all, you know, and I'm with uh, my in-laws and, and the family. Everyone's cracking open their fortune cookies, and I crack open mine, and there's nothing inside of it. Oh. No fortune. Isn't that bad no luck fortune. or something? Yeah, bad. I've had that happen more than once. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you have to, I don't know, you have to get up and dance around in circles and do something to avoid Yeah, I started, yeah. You got to do something. So I got kicked good. out of the restaurant afterwards. But Did you? I have, I have gotten a blank one where the paper was just blank. I've uh, gotten that like I've gotten a blank one once, but I've gotten an empty one like five different times. Wow! You know what though? If you look it up online, it says if there is no fortune in a fortune cookie, it is a sign that something good will happen to you soon, because the fortune cookie fairy owes you a fortune. Oh, oh! So you, you don't might look say. at it a little differently next time. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm just so. How you doing? Nine. Never better. Never better. <laughs> Man, I like uh, when he's trying to think of Chinese food. He hums the McDonald's no. song. <laughs> I was just—I had a complete brain fart, and I didn't know what to say, and so I just started making noises, and it happened to be the McDonald's theme song. Oh. <laughs> uh. That's funny. Could have, been, could have been anything, but it was McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Start singing oh, 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 O'Reilly's. What does that have to do with Chinese food? Auto parts. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're back. Episode 72. Um, we got a yep, little bit yep. of Disney news to share. Yeah. Uh, James is going to talk about a recent experience with one of our topics. Then we're going to move into our... Uh, recap or our uh, i guess our uh, 
our thoughts on the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Um, Take it away, uh, Cody. Sing the song. Well, we'll get into that later. (laughs) Oh, the Winnie the Pooh song? Yeah, there it is. is. Hundred acre wood by Christopher Robin. All right, that's enough. (laughs) Hey, that was great. That was great. That one it was slower and lower. Like it's just soft. Yeah, it's hard to be soft. Well, I got it from um, they. There's these Disney albums, like Disney's Greatest Hits. That's where I. That's where I got it from. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about our thoughts. We got some listener uh, ratings, and uh, but let's talk about some Disney news. Let's um, do it. Let's talk some Disney. We didn't record last week. Uh, had some things come up. Uh, and then I didn't really feel all that well this weekend. So here we are on a Wednesday. It's what, September 15th. So halfway 15th. through the month. Yep. Um, I think this was announced on September. Is, it, is there a date on here? I forgot when I texted you guys sometime last week. It was after we, I want to say it was Thursday. Maybe I texted you, but the, um, <clears throat> D23 2022, the expo, they announced when they're going to start selling tickets. Um, the expo is going to be September 9th, 10th, and 11th at the Anaheim Convention Center, and tickets go on sale January 20th, 2022. It says, Join us as fans see the latest from Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel, including a first look at the incredible plans for the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company, which I believe is 2023. Um, so, so the big question, yes. are we going, are we yeah. going? I'm going, I'm going. All right. I think me Cody? and Cody, me and Cody talked about it when they had the last one. Um, what is it? It's just, what is it? Like a long weekend? It's like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I can look at the calendar cause I haven't really, besides saying I'm going, I haven't looked that far ahead. Friday, September. Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Mm-hmm. You said 9th, 10th and 11th, right? Y- yes, sir. Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Of what? Month September. 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 You got a whole year to plan it. Um. Yeah, I could probably make that work. Yeah. Well, figure it out. Because <laughs> well, I'll be there. I want to go. That's yeah. a, of any of like the major Disney experiences. That's definitely one that I want to do. You want to check that off your bucket list. And and it should. I mean, every year should be a good. Every year that they hold it, it should be a good year because they're always announcing something new. But I know one thing that they're highlighting at this upcoming D23 is plans that they plan on veiling for celebrating the 100th anniversary right. of the Walt Disney Company. Yeah. Right. So yep. that, that would be fun to be there for. There'll be another uh, the group of inductees as Disney legends. They'll announce them. Yeah. Or they'll be there. They might announce them before and then they talk on a panel. I don't remember how they did it last time. Uh, or if, I or think they they're announced there. prior to, and then they, I think they do their concrete cement hands placement there at D23 and okay. yeah. speak and stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, that'd be, that'd be cool to be there. Uh, let's see that. Yep. So yeah, my plan is to be there. Uh, so a year <clears throat> from now, um, and then I, I'm, I'm assuming sometime over the summer they'll start having the the signups for the different panels 
Uh, I assume it's going to be like these, what, after I think after I don't know if it's events. been like a sign-up. I think before, like, you just get in a line and you kind of yeah. have to be in that line for a couple of hours, oh, really? if not more. Okay. And, yeah. and so if you dedicate yourself to going to a particular panel, you have to stand in line for it. And so that means you're missing out on other panels. And so like, like the par- Disney parks experiences and resorts panel, that one, people will wait in line all day for that one. Right. Right. Because yeah, it's reading, one of the most popular. I was reading somewhere where they were talking about people getting in line at two o'clock in the morning for different things. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, interesting. I thought, I thought they had a, uh, like, um, like a sign up where you could, Mm-mm. where you, you could get, uh, I don't want to say tickets, but I guess, I guess it would be tickets. And I don't know. They could decide to change things. Cause I know that they do kind of adapt how they do things every year in response to how years before went. But so far from what I've seen, cause I've watched YouTube videos of people actually there and just the hours that they spend waiting in line for certain panels. Okay. Cause it's you wait in line or you don't get in. Yeah. Well, I'll be waiting in line for the Disney legends, but we'll see. So. But if all three of us go, I mean, I think we'd all like to go to that, like the parks and resorts oh, yeah. panel, yeah. but some of the other ones, like, like legends could be really cool. The Disney legends would be really cool to see, but there could be some other stuff that would be really cool to see too. And so at some points throughout the day, we could break apart. all all go to a different panel. And then that would just give us more to talk about talk when about. we came back. Yeah. Right. Yep. When, <clears throat> excuse me. When did you say those tickets went on sale? January 20th, 2022. So, and they, I think they do a pre-sale for, I don't know if it's just D23 members or just D23 gold members. Yeah. This I know says, in the past they've been advanced this, selling. I'm, of- I'm getting this from the D23 website. It doesn't say if there's, if like that's the date for, don't you, do you have to be a D23 member? You have to be a D23 member to attend, don't you? No. No, you don't. I, not that I'm aware of. Oh, Okay. I think anyone can get tickets to go because, and that's why I'm saying that I think in the past I've seen that you, if you are a D23 member, I'm not sure if it's just if you're a D23 member or if you're specifically a gold member, but I know that there is an early release for tickets Mm. for either just being a member or being a gold member. And then at a certain point, they release it to just general public for anyone to buy tickets. We'll keep an eye out and, We'll see. So because yep. I actually canceled my D twenty three gold membership recently. So what? Well, then you better get it back. I, I, and if there's a, I, I could very well pay for it again because it's only like a hundred bucks. But just with with everything going on with the house right now, it was about to take out again, and I was like, you know what? I need the hundred bucks right now. Yep. <laughs> I can I can pay a hundred bucks again in yeah. early January in preparation for D twenty three tickets. But yeah, yeah. All cool. right. And then I think last episode we mentioned about the uh, Disneyland's holiday season. And last week, last Friday, they announced that they're going to do an after hours event. Yep. At Disneyland Park, uh, Disney Mary. Star Wars after dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a whole nother topic for James. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, When's that coming back? <laughs> they still uh, have my money from that thing. <laughs> yeah, I'd be asking for a refund. Yeah, you better call. You better call somebody. Uh, but Disney Marius Nights is coming for five nights in November and December. Um, only five nights. Uh, only looks, five nights. Looks like the nights are going to be November 11th, November 16th, November 30th, December 7th, and December 9th. Uh, tickets went on sale starting September 14th, so yesterday. Uh, it says no earlier than nine. I did see a couple of Facebook posts that said, "Hey, it's nine ten. I'm here," and I don't see anything. So I don't know if I don't know what, what what happened there. But as far as I know, one night has sold out. I heard earlier this morning that December 9th was gone. So if you are planning, uh, hopefully I get this out as quick as possible, or you know about it already, uh, you better jump on and get your tickets. Um, as of an hour ago, those four nights were still open. So. Okay, so. November 11th, 16th, 30th, and the 7th, uh, you're, you're no luck if you're trying to go on the 9th because those are gone. But um, Yep. So, And what is, uh, let's see, I've got the Disney Parks blog up. Uh, it says, are you looking forward to immersing yourself in the holiday season? Look no further because the magic is here with holidays at the Disneyland Resort. This year we've added a new separate ticket limit to capacity offering called Disney Marius Nights. Um, you can take my money. (laughs) You can join Mickey Mouse and his friends on one of the five select nights during November, December with the purchase of a ticket as the host of the party. Mickey Mouse will welcome you onto main street with Victorian flair and Kermit the frog, Miss Piggy and their friends will join in the fun traveling in a special coach with Christmas carol, sing-alongs, Muppet antics, and a few chickens over in New Orleans square. Princess Tiana plans to ring in Noel with guests at her Bayou inspired celebration in Frontierland. you can hang out with miguel and uh from the disney and pixar film coco uh, where he will be wishing everyone feliz navidad while you kick up your heels during a jolly dance filled fiesta there are three more three three more uh character hosted holiday parties await you uh you got lilo and stitch in adventureland Uh, you got elsa over in fantasyland and buzz lightyear will be out in tomorrowland um so um, this is, I think this is the first time they've done something like, I have, I've never heard of a Disney Marius Nights before. No, uh, I think this is the first time they've done it, at least at Disneyland. I've, I've been reading that people are kind of upset and nervous about the direction they're going. Cause I guess in Disney world, they've been doing this for a while and mm-hmm. they say that you can't get the full holiday experience in Disney World anymore unless you go to one of these nights. And so people are thinking that mm. this is kind of Disneyland's dry run to see what kind of uh, response they get. And people are saying that they hope that it doesn't turn into something like if you want to go and see the Christmas parade, you're going to have to go to one of these nightly events. I mean, this year they're only having five, right. but I'm, I'm, I would think that if they have a great turnout that they might have more next year and, who knows how they'll try to do it, but right. obviously, well, obviously have a dozen or so Halloween parties yeah, and only five for Christmas. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably a trial run and I imagine every night will sell out because I, yeah. I you know, it's bound to. Yeah. And so I imagine there'll be at least a few more next year. Yeah. Everybody says, oh, we need to band together and not buy this and show Disney that we're not willing to do it. And then tickets go on sale and you're in line for seven hours. <laughs> yeah, it does say Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, Mickey's Toontown and Critter Country will not be accessible during the party. So. Yeah. And I, I think that's quite interesting because for the Halloween event, you can go on Web Slingers 
over in DCA without a boarding pass during the Halloween event, they open it up to standby because the only people in there are the paid super special event ticket holders. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm surprised that, I mean, I guess they just kind of want to p- keep people in the f- front center of the park and not kind of more in those outer alcoves. But man, if I was paying basically a full admission for five, six hours, I would want to go well, four hours. <laughs> I'd want to go on rise of the resistance. Yeah. Just yeah. standby, you know, because there's probably someone still out there that still hasn't been able to go on it. Well, you haven't even been to the park since it's been open, but right, right, right. there's probably someone out there that's gone once or five. twice since the parks opened and not or been able to get on that ride or five times or six times. Like you hear people saying, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. I was surprised when when I heard the Galaxy's Edge. I wasn't really concerned about Toontown and Critter Country because um, not a lot of people go on Splash Mountain after it gets dark, anyways. Especially at that time of year, it makes sense why they're not going to have <laughs> Splash Mountain going. Right. Um, but yeah, I was surprised about Galaxy's Edge. You know, they could sell yeah. a few lightsabers. You know, but yeah. So James, you tried to get tickets. Tell us about it. I, I got tickets. Oh, you got tickets. Okay. Ooh. Yep. I got tickets. I was a little perturbed uh, during the, the process, but that's okay. I got in line. I didn't see, because uh, you're reading from somewhere and, and it said not before nine o'clock. I never saw the before nine o'clock. I'm yeah. sure it's posted in multiple locations. Yeah, it was on the Disney but, Parks blog. said will not be available. Yeah. No, early, so, no earlier than 9 a.m. So. so, I mean, I tried first thing in the morning, like seven o'clock to hop on to see if they'd started a queue or whatever, and you couldn't get in. And I think I finally got into the queue. I, I checked again, like I was checking every 15, 20 minutes. So I think I actually got into the queue about nine ten, right around there. And it said more than an hour. And I kept, you know, I opened it up on my phone. I opened it up on my computer at work. And then I was just kind of monitoring it and watching it. And then I was a little upset because around 1130, we decided to go for lunch. And so I checked both places real quick and they both said more than an hour. So I said, okay, well, I'll check again a little bit later. So we go to lunch, you know, leave at 1130 at about a quarter after, no, not even a quarter after, like five after 12, I checked my phone and it says, your time was at 1145. You missed out because <laughs> you only have 10 minutes to get in there. Once right. your once your spots up in the queue, so then I was like, "Well, that sucks." So I went on, I remoted into my computer at work, and it said like eleven forty seven was my spot. So I missed both spots, so I had to re-enter, <laughs> and wait another hour, and I was hoping to get the uh, what is it, December 9th, whatever the last one is, because the days they're doing these are crazy as for, I mean, they're doing it Tuesdays and Thursdays, basically. Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesdays are real difficult because, I mean, I'm four hours away. I, I've got work, you know, and then Thursdays are a little bit easier because we generally try not to work on Fridays. And so maybe I can get away a little early on Thursday, but there's only two Thursdays. There was November 11th and mm-hmm. December 9th. The rest of them were all Tuesdays. So I was hoping to get December uh, 9th, but they're the only ones that are sold out at this point. And they were sold out by the time I finally got into the room to get them, which was about one o'clock. On the Likely day because it's the closest date to actually Christmas. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So yeah. I, I went ahead and got a couple for the 11th, but 
I'm kind of disappointed in that because I think that's Veterans Day also, right? And they yes, say that November 11th, yeah. They, they say that that weekend gets completely crazy uh, because kids are out of school. Obviously, yeah. veterans want to come and enjoy the park because I think they get discounts for that day, which is fantastic. But you know, so I'm not sure if we'll be going into the parks like buying a ticket for Friday or Saturday. Or if we might just, you know, I might work half a day on that Thursday and drive down. Because I think you, I don't, I haven't read where you, how early you can get in. I know the event goes from 8 to 12. I know Oogie Boogie, you can get in a few hours early. I'm not sure about this. I think maybe it was 6 or something like that. But I don't remember. I've got the page open right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, The event takes place at Disneyland Park from 8 to midnight. Event ticket provides admission to Disneyland Park up to three hours prior to the event start time. So you can get in at 5 p.m. Okay, cool. So yeah, we'll probably try to get down there earlier Thursday, get in at five and do whatever we can and then enjoy the event until midnight. But I don't know if we'll try to go in on Friday or Saturday just because everything that I've been reading makes it sound like it's going to be crazy, crazy busy that weekend. So which is fine with me because, you know, I'll be going again soon. Yeah. I mean, I'll be going a little bit before that. I'll be going a little bit after that. Then maybe a little bit more after that. What are you, then... what are you complaining about then? I'm not complaining. James, you mentioned about th- debating internally about whether or not you wanted to, if you guys were going to buy a, a ticket to go in any at any other point that weekend uh-huh. with it, the potential of it being busy. But there's also a potential that by that point, you could be a magic key holder by that point. So you yes. wouldn't have to buy admission that is true now i've been looking at some of the key holders or yeah the key whatever you call them the annual pass holders the magic key the magic key key holders whatever i i've heard that because i know that like we've talked about their reservation calendar is different than the general public's Mm -hmm. so when i look at the general public that weekend is open but i've heard key holders saying that like specifically veterans day is already booked and I don't know if it's booked for just that day or the day after. And I don't know that I really read that or if I'm just imagining that or what. So I'm still a little unclear. But, yes, I do plan on when we go for Oogie Boogie at the end of September, um, upgrading those tickets. And then I'll look at the availability and I'll decide. I'll really decide at that point. Right now, you know, I've got a hotel room for Thursday night, Friday night. And we've got the Marius Nights tickets for that Thursday night. And we'll decide what we're going to do for Friday and Saturday. I, I don't want to buy more tickets because, you know, with getting the annual passes, then it just makes it a mess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, why spend the money when I don't need to? Um, I'm looking at the availability calendars for Magic Keys right now uh-huh. um, where you can actually see what park you can choose to select to go to first, yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. Um, have you come to a decision on what key you want to purchase yeah i think i'm going to go ahead and get the the dream key okay so as of now there are no dates in november that are completely booked oh okay for for either park perfect so it's it's wide open right now you have a few dates in September, which is the month we're in, that are uh, that are booked already, mm-hmm. um, and then there are 
and then that's it. Every other day is available. October 31st, you can't book for Disneyland, but you mm-hmm. can book for DCA. Um, and everything else is is completely open outside of September. Cool. So there's a chance then. We'll see. So, yeah, we'll be there in a f- – well, I guess a couple weeks now, huh? Yeah. Shoot, shoot, I'll be there in two weeks. Yeah. When are you guys going? We – our Boogie Boogie tickets are for the 30th. Okay. So we'll drive down that morning. So two um, weeks from tomorrow. Two weeks from tomorrow. We'll drive down that morning, check into the hotel, and I think we can get in at 3. So we'll go over there at 3, and then we've got tickets. We've got reservations for Friday and Saturday for the parks. So Saturday I'll be looking at upgrading and seeing about making reservations for Veterans Day weekend. Cool. We'll see how it goes. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what it's like. I mean, I'm hoping it's not like what people are thinking, that they're going to take parts of the holiday experience and make it so that it it's only for these types of events because one of my favorite things at Disneyland is being there during Christmas. And I would hate to know that you have to pay extra right. to see the parade or whatever. You know what I mean? True. True. So yeah. you have to pay extra if you want to see Santa Claus or whatever. <laughs> or the, the Christmas fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Or any of those things. I mean, it'd be nice to, I hope they don't do that. So we'll see, but I'm anxious to see what it's like. And, um, and see what they have to offer. So we'll see. All right. Last thing I got written down is what Cody was talking about earlier. Cody, do you want to do you want to start it off? No. Maybe. I think he's about to. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> there Hi <you> there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like I said, the the last thing we got to share is that what you started to talk about before we started recording mm. with uh, Jessica Rabbit. If you wanted Indeed. to share that, right, you are good, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so just kind of something people are starting to notice around Disneyland. Yesterday, yet uh, and yesterday is I think the first day that this change was uh, viewed noticed. by yeah noticed by guests. Um, and as far as we know, no official announcement, right? No, I looked at, I looked at Disney parks blog before we started recording to see if there, cause I had seen articles of people claiming certain things, but then I was trying to find an official announcement and didn't find anything. So right. I think right now it's just heavy speculation and rumors hearsay. But so what's happening is, or partially what has happened and what may happen, um, on, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin in Toontown in Disneyland almost right at the beginning of the ride after you get going and you're able to have control of your vehicle that the, the spinning mechanism of it in that first room right as you turn to go into a different room there's a car um, that has Jessica Rabbit tied up and in the trunk of the car Uh, with a weasel standing next to her. Um, And I guess people are speculating that maybe Disney thought she was in too much of a precarious position being tied up in the trunk of the car like that. And so now she's been removed. Uh, She's no longer in that trunk of the car. The car, the weasel, all that's still there. But now there's just some cans of dip um, in the trunk of the car. Uh, Dip being 
the slime stuff that they melt the tunes with, not any other kind of dip that you may be aware of. <laughs> like cheese um, dip? <laughs> cheese dip. Yeah, exactly. Love me some cheese dip. Um, and so she is, though, still present later on towards the end of the ride where she's more in a what people are calling a position of power or strength because she has this kind of like mallet thing that she's, you know, holding over a weasel's head or whatever. So she's no longer tied up and being whatever. Um, and so now then today, so that was noticed yesterday. That's that removal of her from the trunk of the car was noticed yesterday. And now today I was seeing articles online and again, no official word on the Disney parks blog, but there was speculation going around online today that Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin is getting not really like a retheme, but like a, a, a retelling maybe similar to like what they did with snow white recently, mm-hmm. um, where they changed some of the snow white elements. seems like they're going to do that. The speculation is that they're going to do that with Roger Rabbit. And apparently it, the, the the rumors are that it's going to be more Jessica Rabbit centered, but it's going to be more empowering, a sense of heroism, things like that nature, rather than her being the damsel in distress. So hearsay, speculation, but she was removed um, without any kind of warning. They didn't really... I don't think the ride was down for refurbishment at all recently. It was just I, something they just did overnight or something. But so yeah, well, I guess we'll keep an eye on that situation. It's been so yeah. long since I've been on that ride. Had I gone on that ride this morning, I probably wouldn't even had <laughs> noticed. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. So now you, you remove other things from other rides and I'll be like, Hey, where did that go? You know? Uh, right. But, yeah, it's been so long. And, and, and been maybe the they're wanting to spruce that ride up because they're anticipating eventually having more traffic in Toontown because of the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway that is coming in, I think, 2023 now. Which is That's, an awesome ride. So far oh, away. You've been on it, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget that. The Walt Disney World one? <laughs> yes, in Walt Disney World. Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. So oh, it's, it's a great ride. It's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Excited it's coming to Disneyland? I am. They yeah. are They are identical, right? The two? As far I as I'm aware. I think they're supposed to be, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it's similar to – the ride itself is similar to Rise of the Resistance as far as getting into the vehicles and there being not a track, just kind of a free – moving thing so yeah yeah, yeah it's cool. a good ride yeah i'm looking forward to it so mm-hmm. so yeah it, it makes sense that they're trying to maybe add a little bit more life and update tomorrowland they're bringing in this major e-ticket attraction they want the rest of the area to have some appeal as well so hopefully that means maybe that the west side of toontown will get maybe a little sprucing up too west uh, maybe side. West side. <laughs> maybe some of those restaurants, those quick service locations might get spruced up, maybe some better menus rather. And I get it's geared towards kids. So 
those quick services are a little bit more simpler menus, hot dogs, cheeseburgers, chicken nuggets. But, uh, you know, maybe they'll do something interesting with like the village part of the neighborhood part of Toontown. Yep. We shall be good. We shall see. Yeah. I saw the same thing floating around Facebook, but I I didn't really, I didn't have time to go see if there was anything official, but Cody, you looked, you didn't see anything. So maybe they're just trying to do it. See and see if people noticed. Oh, people noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they did. So, yep. And of course, you have all kinds of opinions and things being said on both sides of that issue. Right. Yep. So, so more to come on that. If anything else comes out, we'll talk about it. Uh, Absolutely. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about, which I didn't really mention before the show started uh, to you guys. Uh, I did watch a few more of those behind the attractions episodes. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I talked about the one I watched, the Jungle Cruise. I wasn't a real big fan of the Jungle Cruise one because it seemed like it was a commercial for the Jungle Cruise movie more than it was yeah, it, to me about the attraction. A modern day infomercial. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then I did, I did check out um, the one about the Haunted Mansion, uh, the one about Space Mountain, which was really good. Uh, I think, James, you would like that being that's one of your favorite rides. Uh, and then the Disneyland Hotel one. Um, I checked, I checked that one and those were a lot better. So I'll finish watching the other six here soon. Um, but yeah, definitely got better after episode one, the jungle cruise. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've watched a couple of them too. I remember the Disneyland hotel one would, was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I want to say I watched the space mountain one, but I don't remember much about it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Must've been really good then James. Yeah. It was <laughs> riveting. Well, they, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they talked about the space mountain one and then they, part of it featured or talked about the space mountain from Disneyland Paris, uh, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. Cause I, I've been on that one and, uh, just the, the planning of it. And, uh, yeah, I just thought it was, I thought it was a good ep- episode. And then, just so happens one of the guy in the Disneyland hotel one um, and you, you wouldn't remember the name, but it's uh, there was a guy they talked to named Donald, Donald Ballard. Uh, he's actually written a book on the Disneyland hotel. Uh, so he was, I guess he got some executive producer credit or some credit at the end, but um, the, the fantasy football league we play in James, um, uh-huh. the owner of the rebels, Joe, mm-hmm. he's friends with Donald. Oh, really? Yeah, so... Uh, That's cool. Yeah, I thought it was can cool. We, can we get one. some books? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask him. I thought it'd be cool to interview him. Uh, see yeah. if he wants to come, oh. on, the, come on the show. So Yeah. Uh, I'll be I'll be reaching out to him. I don't even and think some, he knows... And, and some books. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, I don't even <laughs> think he knows autograph, that, I, <laughs> that I have this podcast. Because like I said, he's a he's a, a friend of a friend. I don't really know him personally. Uh, maybe we've said a few things on Facebook when the other friends posted something and I've replied and he's replied, but, uh, nothing, nothing personal yet. So yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be reaching out to it. It'd be, it'd be cool to, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious on why, why he wrote the book on the Disneyland hotel. What, what did he, was he just a Disneyland hotel fan and decided to write a book about it or, you know, uh, cause it's a, um, I mean, there's a lot of Disney books out there, but it seems like he just specifically chose the Disneyland hotel. So, um, I don't know if he, he went there as a kid and loved it or so maybe if I read the, if I bought the book and read it, it would tell me. Yeah. Maybe you want to do that first. <laughs> maybe I'll do that first. Before like, you, hey. we, we get them on and then start finding out yeah. that it's like, 
Oh, no. Didn't you read the book? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you want to come on the show? Uh, send me your book and I'll, I'll read it before you come on. Uh, so. But yeah, yeah, I thought I thought the Disneyland Hotel one was good. Uh, I love staying at the Disneyland Hotel when we go. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, I, now, I haven't so, stayed at the, at the Grand California, but I've stayed at the Paradise Pier and Disneyland Hotel. I So far, I, I, I like the Disneyland Hotel one the best because of the history and et cetera. Um, they're all expensive, you know, fairly expensive. Mm -hmm. I just can't. It, it's they're hard. Insane. Yeah, they're yeah. insanely expensive. It's I have easier. no idea how people afford to go to those places. <laughs> it's easier regularly. for me to yeah. It's easier for me to put down the money on the Disneyland Hotel because of I think the history of it rather than the Grand Californian, where you're only there for a few hours sleeping and then you're you're up and at them and you're out to Disneyland. So it's yeah, but it is an awesome hotel. Yeah, I, I've heard that, and we will do it once when it's maybe just me and the wife. Um, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. We got to stay there one time and we had a room that had a little balcony out back and it was one of the ones up against uh, California Adventure. So okay. it was really cool to go out there early in the morning before the park opened and just see, you know, you can okay. see right over there over by Grizzly Peak and down the where Soren and stuff is. It was just is a cool experience and the rooms yeah. are really nice. And the hotel is fantastic, but you can experience the hotel just by walking in there. So right, right, yeah. Which yeah. we'll probably have to take a walk over there. Uh, Maybe if we uh, all pool together, we can do it for our D twenty three adventure. Hey, there's a good idea. <laughs> Cody's Cody's thinking. Yeah. Good job. You definitely have to go in there during Christmas time because they have the best gingerbread men cookies ever oh. in the hotel way better uh, than the ones they have in the park because they have them in the park but they're nowhere near as good as the ones they have in the hotel surprising that they're not the same yeah it's, it's surprising but they are not the same are they just like complimentary for you know anyone can have in the lobby or do you have to buy them you have to buy them they have a little because they, they usually have a, a big gingerbread house yes. that they put together. Uh -huh. And off to the side of that, they have a little, uh, just like a few tables, and they have a bunch of different things like hot chocolate and, mm, and okay. uh, the gingerbread gingerbread men cookies and stuff like that. So, But they always yeah. have them there. But you have to watch for them too because they everyone knows how good they are there. They sell out real quick. Like gotcha. if, if you're not there, they'll put them out and they'll be gone in 10 minutes. So yeah. when we went, what, November of 2018, you were there, James. Uh, I mean, I remember we walked over there, walked in and looked at the gingerbread house and mm -hmm. I, I'm pretty sure some of you got some gingerbread cookies and I'm not a huge fan of gingerbread cookies. So I didn't get, get some, but hot chocolate was there and all that. So yeah. 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 We did that last time we went. Yep. So good stuff. I think last time we were there, which would have been two years ago, right? 2019, they do, they started doing the, the sip and savor thing for the holiday, which I think they're going to do again this year, which is kind of like their food festival thing in California Adventure. They had some gingerbread cookies in there that were comparable to the ones in the hotel. So I'll have to look and see if they have those again. But the ones in the park themselves that they sell at, you know, the candy store or whatever, they're just, they're just not as good. Interesting. Probably because they're doing it on such a large mass production yeah. scale that. Yep. Interesting. Mm, cool. All right. You I guys got any other, other news that you came across that you want to share before we move on to uh, mini adventures? Oh, I don't think so. 
So here's the question. If we're going to D23 next year in September, I wonder if there's going to be a Halloween night that lines up on that weekend also. Oh. There would have well, been, had it been this year, right? Yeah. Possibly. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's a weekend in the middle of September. They start it. When it was the first one this year, like September it was 9th? the 9th, wasn't it? Yeah, the 9th. And so that's odds be are so yeah. there'll be a Saturday or Sunday Oogie Boogie Bash yep. next September. More we'll money. Check it out. More money. More money. We're <laughs> staying at the Grand Californian. We're going to D23 <laughs> and Oogie Boogie Bash. And Oogie Boogie. And getting lightsabers. <laughs> and gingerbread cookies. And Jeez. gingerbread cookies. <laughs> Well, they won't be for sale then. No, 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 I guess not. Oh, man, that's going to be a much more expensive trip than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> start putting money away right now. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I'm about to lose all the money I have in about a month. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good thing. You're going to be very happy with that. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to we're gonna get a room in the Grand California with one king bed. <laughs> <laughs> For the three of us. <laughs> it's going to be the three stooges. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if we got no no more news, we can uh, we can move on. Um, Let's do it. Moving right, so on. If you um, have been listening to us for the last couple of months, we, uh, we decided to take a little adventure and watch all the Disney animated feature films, starting with Snow White. And we are actually up to... Number 22 now, The Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Um, so here you go, since James is whistling. We'll listen to a little bit of it while I talk. So I'll turn it down a little. Oh, it's kind of nice in the background. So I'll let it play. Uh, I might stop it while I'm talking. But um, So this is number 22. How many, how many movies are there that we're talk, looking at? How many animated films are there? 59 uh, or 60, if we actually hit 60 yet. Yeah, I'd have to what's look. After, what's after, yeah, I don't even know uh, which ones are which. So, so 22, 23, let me see. Let me let me work my way down. 23, 24, 25, 26. All right, Frozen 2 is 58. Okay, so then uh, Encanto will be 60, which hasn't come out yet. What is it uh, called? Encanto. Oh, Encanto. Encanto. Yeah. We've gotten a trailer for that already. We have? Right, yes, it's right. about this, uh, I don't know, I, Hispanic, I think it's Hispanic family, and they all have magical gifts, abilities, except for this one girl. And I assume by the end of the movie, she's going to discover she has magical abilities too, but yet to be seen. Yeah. Yes, but they released a trailer for it, I don't know, maybe even close to two months ago. Oh, wow. I guess I'll yeah. have to check so, that out. Yeah, when we're done here, jump on YouTube, check it out. Uh, I've seen it once. I, I couldn't. I really didn't remember much about it. Music so. by Lin Manuel Miranda. The dude's all over the place now. Oh, I love yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So right now, sixty. Probably by the time we get to sixty, they may be at sixty-one or sixty-two. So we'll see. Um, cool. But yeah, we're moving. We're moving along pretty good. We're moving along. Moving so along. Frozen was fifty-eight, and Encanto's sixty. What was fifty-nine? Uh, Something that just came out recently, yeah? yeah oh, Raya. Uh, Raya. Raya and the Last Raya. Dragon. Okay. Raya? Raya? Raya. 
<laughs> Say it however you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mini Adventures of Winnie Pooh. It was released uh, March 11, 1977. Uh, Walt Disney Productions distributed by Buena Vista Distribution. It was, like I said, the 22nd uh, Disney animated feature film to be released. It spawned various numerous sequels, intelligent programs, clothing, books, toys, an attraction at Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Hong Kong, um, Tokyo. Um, and it's basically what it is. Um, it's The film's content is from three previously released animated featurettes uh, that Disney produced based upon the Winnie the Pooh books uh, by A.A. A. Milne. Uh, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree, Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day, and Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2. Uh, each material was used, or extra material was used, and they kind of linked the three together um, to create a, a full-length animated feature film. Um, a fourth shorter scene was added to bring the film to a close. Um, and then it says six years later, after the release of Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Disney commissioned a fourth featurette based on the stories Winnie the Pooh and A Day for Eeyore, which premiered in theaters on March 11, 1983, but was not, it wasn't originally connected to the movie, but it has been since added. It has been added since on home video releases. Um, and I know the, once I uh, rattle off some of these, uh, the voice casts, uh, Cody's going to get excited. Winnie the Pooh voiced by Sterling Holloway. Um, <laughs> I think that's one of his favorites. Indeed. Um, Christopher Robbins. What's that? Oh, nothing. Oh, okay. I was thinking something, but I'll, I'm, I'll look it up. Okay. Christopher Robin was voiced by Bruce Reitherman, John Walsey, and Timothy Turner. Piglet was voiced by John Fiedler. Eeyore by Ralph White. Rue by Clint Howard and Dory Whitaker. And I think Clint Howard is Ron Howard's brother. Oh, is he? Um, he was one of the voices? I think, yeah. If it's the same Clint Howard. Um Nope, it's not. Never mind. Okay. Because that does not look anything like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It is. It is. Really? Yeah. Facial yep. reconstruction surgery? Uh, no, I, I looked at an older picture. Uh, should be him. Let me see. Yep, that's him. He looks nothing like Ron Howard. Um, so, yeah. No, he's he's got a very uh, different unique, look. unique look. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, Kanga was voiced by Barbara Luddy, Tigger by Paul Winchell. Uh, that's the name I, I, I like Paul. Uh, Robert, uh, or Rabbit was voiced by Junius Matthews, Al by Hal Smith, Gopher by Howard Morris, and it was narrated by Sebastian Cabot. Um, it actually was the last film in the Disney animated canon that uh, Walt Disney had personal involvement in, uh, even though it came out after his death. The, the featurettes were done before he passed away. Uh, the Sherman Brothers did all the songs for it. Um, so Winnie the Pooh, Up, Down, Touch the Ground. I think that's Cody's favorite. Uh, Rumbly in my tumbly. Touch yeah. the ground. Gets uh, me in the mood for food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wonderful thing about Thanks Tigger. Thanks for throwing those last two words. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much... Uh, just a quick basic about it. Directed by John Lounsbury, Wolfgang Ratherman. Um, like I said, based on Winnie the Pooh by A.A. A. Milne. Um, it's 74 minutes long. What do you guys think of Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh? I think it's okay. 
I not, not a poo fan. Well, you know. Pretty soon he's not going to be a pee fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and very uh, accurate. Very accurate. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I'm proud of myself. Way to go, Cody. Hat on the back. No, you know what? I think the movie's okay. I just, I, I mean, I've got nothing against Winnie the Pooh. I love the characters. You know, all of them are great. Piglet, Tigger, you know, Eeyore. They're all great characters and they have some great stories. It's just, this is a movie for me. Just, I just, it, I guess it just kind of bored me, you know, I'm watching it. I mean, I still think I gave it a fairly decent rating considering the fact that I didn't care for the movie too awfully much. You know what I mean? I just, to me, it's just kind of, eh, you know, it's like, it's a small world. It's a great place for a nap. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Cody, um, let's see. Was this Winnie the Pooh's first on-screen appearance? Besides the featurettes, I mean the because it from the it's the from first the as a it's the first as a movie. I think that's kind of what I didn't like about it either. Is that it just doesn't seem I don't I mean I don't know. I, I was going to say I don't really like those types of package films, but I love. Ichabod Crane. So, but from my understanding is each of the featurettes appeared before like a live action movie. Like I think we talked about. I uh, see. Yeah. Like they showed it before. So they they would be like the the cartoon that would run before an actual movie. Exactly. And they had what, four or five of them. And they said, let's stick them together and call it the many adventures of. Exactly. I see. Yeah. they They had three of them. One was released two or three years before and it played before a certain mo- or live action movie. And then, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. And then they just, I think Jason was saying as he was talking about it, that they made some additional scenes to kind of tie them together and then mm-hmm. maybe at an ending, but the three main featurettes were shown on screen before several years before. Right. Uh, okay. So that is probably because we've talked about package films before and how I am not, and clearly James is not either, and maybe really none of us are, is not a big fan of the package film style. As much as I love Winnie the Pooh, I love these classic Winnie the Pooh tales, stories, cartoons, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. The whole up, down, you know, blustery day. It's just, you know, Pooh being stuck in ragged, Rabbit's Hole, and him putting a frame around around him on the wall and it decorating his his rear end to make it look like he's a picture on the wall. It's just these are all very iconic Winnie the Pooh stories, right? Um, and almost anyone would recognize certain shots from each one of these uh, featurettes in this in this film. And so it was really cool to see some of this stuff again, but. About halfway through, I'm just like, I'm, I was struggling because I was just tired of it jumping from one story to another story. Um, I, I will give it some credit. I, I do think that the way they would transition from one to the other, they, they actually put some effort into the transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked the fact that you could see like the pages of the book and sometimes some of the pictures would be animated or Pooh would be walking through the page. 
right. or, you know, the letters would be moving or, or, or whatever. Really creative. Or I really liked how that was done. But just the fact that it was, you know, a little story stitched with a little story stitched with a little story. It just, it gets real repetitive. It gets real old. Um, and so it's just, and it's just not my style. Uh, and I think I've said that plenty of times before. I love these characters. And I think when we get to some of the later Winnie the Pooh films where it's the entire feature film is one cohesive story mm-hmm. rather than just a bunch of little ones put together. I'm sure I'll probably rate those higher than I might rate this one. Right. I think as much as I l- loved almost everything in it, it just took so much out of me going from one story to a different story. Right. So. So you, you probably watched this quite a bit when you were a kid though, right Cody? I would assume so. Cause it all seemed extremely familiar. Yeah. And so whether I had just seen those individual cartoons on like the Disney channel, what have you, but I, I wouldn't be surprised that I had this exact movie on VHS and that, I watched this exact movie many times growing up as a kid. Cause I was, I think we mentioned it last episode. I was a Winnie the Pooh kid growing up. Um, I watched a lot of Winnie the Pooh. So I definitely have seen my fair share of this growing up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I looked it up. So the first one, which was Winnie the Pooh and the honey tree actually was a double feature along with the movie called the ugly dachshund. Back in 1974, or no, 1966. Uh, Winnie Pooh and the Blustery Day was a double feature along with the horse in the gray flannel suit. And then the last one, which was Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2, was a double feature with the island at the top of the world. That was in 1974. And then in 1977, they kind of tied them all together, added some little extra scenes to transition, um, and then released it as a as a feature film. Uh, mm-hmm. it's why it's one of the feature for one of the VHSs I remember having in my house when I had kids, when they were little, um, even though it was from a long time before they were born, obviously 20 years before you were born, Cody. Right. Um, so, um, but yeah, a very but, prevalent. Oh yeah. My childhood. Yeah, for sure. definitely. Definitely. I mean, every, everyone knows the characters, Winnie the Pooh, you know, Tigger, Eeyore, Rabbit, and uh, I'll, and I'll say as far as like the animation goes, I think the animation was was done really well. I think mm-hmm. it's aged well. You know, it doesn't like on one hand you know it's really old, but at the same time it's like because it's like a storybook character, and especially with the way that they're playing into the fact that they're reading the book, but the book's coming to life, and you're actually witnessing the chapters in the book. It, it fits so well because it literally looks like there's the drawing, the illustration in the book has come to life. And so I think that style is just, it aged really well for that story that they were trying to tell. Right. Yeah. And, and somebody did bring that up in an article I was reading that says that they, they liked the fact that they kept the animation to look like animation, in the movie to look like the animation from the book. So, yeah. Um, so, and Pooh loves honey. Oh, indeed he does. Indeed he does. Uh, a little too much, I think. But yeah. A little too much. Yeah. Dude's yeah, so addicted. I, so I watched this movie in preparation for this. I, I don't remember when the last time is that I watched it. Um, yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's kind of nostalgic. Um, 
obviously remember sitting watching it with kids and stuff. Um, now, kind of off the topic of this movie, but kind of related, did you guys enjoy the movie, or did you even see the movie, Christopher Robin? The live action. The, the recent one with, with, with uh, you, uh, Ewan, Ewan McGregor? McGregor? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have not. I did. Okay. I thought that movie was great. I thought uh, that movie was actually really well. Really good. Yeah. I, I thought so it was phenomenal. Maybe maybe something we can we can do another show on that. But uh, and the reason I liked it is because it did remind me of and I watched Pooh when I was little. I think I've I actually James has a picture of Cody dressed as what Tigger, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think I and <laughs> he's the cutest of, little Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> one of the photo albums I have that that my I got from my mom years ago. I'm pretty sure there's a picture of me dressed as Winnie the Pooh in there. I'll have to go dig it out and look. If it's in there, I'll scan it and post it. Uh, so I, I mean, um, and obviously I was born before the movie came out, like the animated feature, but Pooh was, he was a character based off the short featurettes. And I mean, people knew who Pooh was in 1974. So, um, yeah. but, um, yeah, so it's, you know, it's got, I guess nostalgia for me, history. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin kind of brought up, I think that's probably the last time I watched Winnie the Pooh. It was probably around the time I watched Christopher Robin because I, I just, hey, I watched Christopher Robin. Let me watch a little bit of Winnie the Pooh. So, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. You guys have a favorite character, a favorite song or anything? Or just, uh, if you don't, nobody does. I know, I know Cody likes the voice of Sterling Holloway. So I do. Um, I do like the voice of Sterling Holloway. I mean, I grew up loving Tigger. To me, honestly, each character has really has their own very unique personality that they all they all do a really good job of standing out in -hmm. their own way. And I think it helps you like all of them. All except Piglet. (laughs) Don't like Piglet? No. Come on, Piglet. Get out of here. And then someone was totally going to let Owl take over his house. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> Just because he can't stand up for himself. <laughs> He's a pushover. Come on, Piglet. Stand up, tell Al to go find another house. And then we, 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 we do have to mention uh, someone that we're related to, mother-in-law for me and James and grandma for Cody. She loves Eeyore. Yep, oh, so big she Eeyore would, fan. She I thought you were about to thing. announce some sort of uh, cele- celebrity connection that we were related to someone involved in. This oh no. I was no, like, no, no, no! How do I not know this? <laughs> yeah. oh, no, Eeyore, Eeyore. She yes. has a bunch of Eeyore stuff in her house. So yep. yeah, and uh, I, I don't know. Has she been like that as long as you guys have known her? She's been like that as long as I can remember. But right, when did that start? Um, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, I think as far as as long as I've known. As far as okay. I remember, as long yeah. As I've known her, so yeah. Okay. So she's so, just been a Eeyore fan for life. Yep, yeah, I think yeah, so. Well, well, we'll have to ask her. When did you start loving Eeyore? No. Uh, so if you're listening, if you're listening, Mom, uh, shoot me a text. When when did you start loving Eeyore? Yep. Or or text James or Cody. Um, so songs. Uh, I think probably my favorite song. Wonderful thing about Tiggers. I mean. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Uh, I like they, Tigger. They were all written by the Sherman brothers and I love the Sherman brothers. So Mm -hmm. uh, you can't go wrong. I I think Tigger's just a great character. His just the way he acts and yeah. 
I do remember one of the movies I watched, one of the Winnie the Pooh cinematic universe movies that I watched <laughs> a lot growing up as a kid was the Tigger movie. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Yeah. At least I remember it being a really good. That, that one was one of my favorites. That's that's where Tigger goes on a quest to find other Tiggers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. So before we get to our ratings, did you want me to sh- – or you guys got anything else about the movie? Last- wait, wait, wait. What is I today? Want, I don't want to catch him. What is today? Oh, the it's Winch Day. Uh, it sure is. <laughs> James didn't get it. I guess not. What did I miss? <laughs> it's Wednesday. Okay. He doesn't get it. You explain it to him. That was in this movie, right? I'm not thinking was it of a different this movie. One. Yeah, the blustery day. Was that was that even in this movie? Now I don't even remember. Doesn't he say doesn't Gopher say Wednesday in this movie? I thought he did. Yeah, I'm I, almost positive he did because I, I had a hard time understanding him. I watched it on I watched it on Monday. <laughs> he very well could have. I might have just blanked it out. I don't know. Yeah, I'm almost yeah. I, I know anyways, it's something because you bring him up. I know he says something about I'm not in the book, but I'm at your service or something, and that was kind oh. of a, a joke because he's the one character out of everybody that's not actually in the books. In the books, yeah. 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 But I, I, I remember catching that. But when you said that, you sounded very much like him. <laughs> Wednesday. Because <laughs> I think he's saying Wednesday, but he has like this lisp. Right. And he says Wednesday, but it actually ends up being windy. Right. And that's like the, the joke. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to go through some of the trivia here to see if they mentioned anything about the gopher, but yeah. Okay. All right. So before we share our ratings, did you want me to talk about the ratings? Yeah, we'll talk sure. about their ratings. So, um, and my sister actually sent me a text. So I'll share hers first. Um, she said, "Ooh, I watched Winnie the Pooh," uh, and then she gave me the score, and she gave it a ninety. She said, no. can't, "She she said can't go wrong with Winnie the Pooh." Who's that? Uh, my sister. Your sister? Okay. So she Amber. gave it a, Amber. Yep. So Amber's She's clearly in a better mood this week. She's in a better mood this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome back, Amber. <laughs> we missed you. <laughs> she also said she was going to watch, she was getting ready to watch Rescuers. Now this was because we were supposed to record last Thursday. I think she mm-hmm. texted me Wednesday or Thursday. So she was going to watch Rescuers uh, with her son after she dropped their daughter off at school. She said she was going to watch again, even though she's pretty sure she knows her score for it. And then that's all she said. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, Right. And then uh, Kaylee, my daughter, she gave it a 90 also. Nice. Uh, Marsha, my wife, gave it a 90. Wow. So we got some 90s. And then my little daughter, uh, Maddie, she gave it a 99. 99. She she really loves Winnie the Pooh. Had she seen this before? Winnie the Pooh? This particular Winnie the Pooh movie, has she seen it before? Yeah, yeah, yeah we have okay. it, and it's on Disney Plus. And, okay. Uh, so, well, I mean, there's lots of stuff on Disney Plus. doesn't mean she's that's, seen that's true. it. She has. She, she okay. has. So then okay. we'll get into our our ratings. I'll go I'll go first this week. Uh, okay. I, I like the movie. I like the characters. I like the songs. Um, this is one of the um, packaged films that I don't, I don't l- watch it and 
think it's a package film, uh, mm-hmm. like, right. like, like the past ones. Um, I just think of it as a movie. Um, I think the scenes are tied in well together. Um, uh, you know, the songs, like I said, you can't go wrong with anything that the Sherman brothers write. And I gave it an 89. 89. 89. Wow. Yeah. All right. Who's next? James? Me? You? Me? Well, like I was saying, I really don't care for the movie overall. I mean, it's okay. I love the characters. I think the characters are great. Uh, you know, Cody said something earlier that the uh, kind of the the longevity of this film is is good. I mean, it seems like it's, you know, it could be a recent film. Uh, it holds up over time, I think is what you said. It, yeah. I agree with that. Um, the story to me is okay. I don't know if it's because maybe I've just seen it too many times or seen the different stories too many times that it just kind of bores me. I don't know. I think the animation was okay. I don't think it was great, but I don't think it was bad. I think they did a great job of tying the three together. Um, I don't think that if I had, if I hadn't read that there were three different featurettes and tied together, I don't know that I would have ever even realized that. Whereas some other package films like Ichabod and, you know, Mr. Toad is like obvious that there's like two totally different stories just kind of thrown together. Um, the music I thought was good. Just not one of my favorites. I ended up giving it a, a 69. All right. Wow. What say you, Cody? <laughs> I'm, I didn't, that's, I mean, that's not a, a, a bad score. I that was lower than I thought you were going to give. You thought I was going to give it higher or? I thought you were going to give it higher than a 69. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because you've been critical on other movies and then you're like, I give it an 87. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a great James Im- impersonation there. <laughs> I don't like poo, says James. Uh, okay, so yeah, I mean, I think I kind of stated my case with this already. I, I like it. I think it held up well over time. There's a lot of nostalgia wrapped up into it. Um, But for me, because I know my last three have all been 89, 90, 91. So, and nostalgia definitely played a big factor in those because they were movies I grew up watching as a kid. And the next several, probably most of them onward, um, I will have seen. Uh, And so nostalgia is going to play a big part going forward. But as much as I even like these specific characters and some of the stories and how much I have attachment to other installments of Winnie the Pooh. Mm -hmm. This one, because it's more or less a package film, it just took a lot out of me. Um, I kind of thought we were done with package films and then Winnie the Pooh sneaks up and stabs me in the back (laughs) with a package film. Um, I give this one... And 83. That's not bad. 83. Yeah. So we've got an average of a 80.3, 80.33. Separation between the lowest and highest score of a 20, which I think that's one of the top. It's like fourth most. But uh, so where does 80.3 rank for us, James? Do you have it out? Our combined ranking would be the 10th. 
10. Number 10. Okay. I'm trying to see if it's share uh, like tied with anything, but I don't think so. It looks like it's number 10. All right. So there you go. Many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Uh, it's, I, I was, I was, while, while Cody was talking about it, I was looking down the list of the upcoming movies and it's crazy that we're in 1977 and I believe the, Re- the, the rescuers is the next movie. And I'm pretty sure that was released in 1977 also. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're only after the rescuers, one, two, three, four, five movies away from the little mermaid. Yeah. That's crazy, huh? Wow. Yeah. It seems like such a big jump. I know. I know. Just so, in the animation style. And- right. So for, for Jason, you gave it an 89. That's tied for your number two film. No. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. It is. Tied, yeah. with, tied with Peter Pan. Number one's yeah. Pinocchio, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's tied for Peter Pan with Peter Pan for your number two. Wow. It is. Yeah. Wow. Number it is. two. I can guarantee you seeing the movies coming up, though, it will not stay number two. I have Jason's Peter Pan at 90. Uh, no, it's 89. Was James 90? Did I get those down wrong? I, you, I was 90, yes. You you and oh, James were 90 okay. and I was 89. Okay, then I, I will fix that right now. Is it just coincidence that it's Winnie the Pooh and it's your number two? two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... I didn't know we were doing poop jokes. (laughs) But yeah, it is my number two. That's crazy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't even putting together poop being number two. You could just get it like 10 minutes later. (laughs) (laughs) I actually saw on the the screen, I actually saw the light bulb go off right above his head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. We'll just edit that part out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It'll it'll definitely drop down. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. Enough with the poop jokes. <laughs> that was actually unintentional. <laughs> so, all right. So like like I said, was. next next we're coming up uh, the rescuers, which is one that I haven't seen in a while, but I can remember really liking the rescuers. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, me too. So so we will see. Um, just to nope. let you know, the next couple we got the rescuers. We got the Fox and the Hound. We got the Black Cauldron, which I can't remember the last time I saw that. I know I've seen it at least once, but that's one. But back when, before we got into these, uh, when we were around like 14 or 15, I said the two I was looking forward to were the Sword and the Stone and the Black Cauldron because I hadn't seen them in so long. So the Black mm-hmm. Cauldron's coming up. Great Mouse Detective, Oliver and Company. And then we get into, uh, uh, what's the era they call it? The Renaissance with Little Mermaid and, you, you got the rescuers down under thrown in there, and then you got Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, Pocahontas, Hunchback, Hercules, Milan, Tarzan. So um, the ones that I know will probably will probably quite a few of those will be in the top ten, definitely. Um, right. So, um, but yeah, if you if you want to share your ratings, uh, shoot us an email, uh, talking Disney yep. podcast at uh, gmail.com and we'll we'll add you in there for the ones that have been sending in. Thank you. For the ones that have sent in a few and haven't sent some in in a while, you know, uh, come on back. Shoot us some, uh, shoot us some ratings. Um, yep. And um, that is the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I actually thought Cody was going to rate it higher. Um, Do you think I was going to be in the nineties? Yeah, I thought James was going to be around where you were, low eighties, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I thought you were going to be around 89, 90, 91. So just, I just thought I was too going into it. 
just because of uh you know when yeah having a kid the same age as you and uh you i can remember you guys i mean i can remember it being in the house uh, on vhs yeah. um, it'd be interesting i wish uh you could get some ratings from jordan where we are what six eight months apart right to see how his opinion and my opinion are either similar or different yeah. oh yeah i'll talk to him see if he's watched it in a while uh yeah he's a busy man so yeah i we'll sure <laughs> Um, all right. So that's all I got on, uh, on our, our movie. You guys got anything before we move on to our last two, uh, segments and get out of here for the night? Um, I don't think so. All right. Well, Cody, uh, it's, uh, it's yours. It is mine indeed. Hello and welcome to another edition of Cody's corner. Come on in and take a seat. Remain yeah. seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. All right, pipe down in the back. <laughs> I had it up. I had to use it. So, no, uh, no, that's great. Um, let's see. So this is Cody's corner. Did did you introduce Cody's corner? Did you tell him what it is? Do people know what it is? Um, I mean, I guess I've just kind of been rolling into it lately. Yeah. I haven't been debriefing uh, maybe anybody that's new uh, the last few episodes. So Cody's corner. Um, is basically a segment that we started doing where I pose a question to my fellow hosts, James and Jason, and then I will typically chime in as well and give my answer. But I'll pose them a question that has that can come from anything under the Disney umbrella, whether it's history, movies, music, theme park, Marvel, Star Wars. I mean, just anything that Disney encompasses, I can use as material to form a question. More often than not, they are not aware of the question before I ask them. I think there's been one, maybe two. Has it just been the one? I think just the one. Just the just one, one instance where I gave them a heads up because I wanted them to be a little creative and, and put some thought into their answer that was was it the our tomb- first cody's second, corner second yeah second. Second one. Second one. about the tombstones yep. okay yeah all right um this one should probably be pretty easy to think of um and we've all chimed in talked about it we send screenshots back and forth about this particular topic Oh, so this week for Cody's Corner, the question is... Dumb people on Facebook? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> what is the most annoying thing Disney fans do on social media? <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> what is the most annoying thing that Disney fans do on social media? Yes. Uh, Complain. Yeah. About everything. Yeah. About everything. <laughs> I think the most... The most annoying thing for me is uh, complaining. Yeah, I mean, but I, I guess I mean, what is what is Facebook and Twitter and all that for if you can't complain sometimes? But yeah. uh, sometimes it's the questions that the time that it took them to type the question and hit post. If they would have just went to Disney.com, they could have found the answer, mm-hmm. the correct answer, because they'll get twenty different answers in the. You know, can I do this, 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 this? Yes, you can. And someone says, no, you can't. And so somebody else says, well, you used to be able to, but now you have to do this. And 
just go to go to the official site. I mean, I can understand wanting to, I guess, socialize and do that, but that's got to be one of them. Um, well, because then half the time you get multiple answers, right? And several have some or part of the truth. Yeah. Some have none of the truth, and 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 then and some of some of the questions are so simple that the first 10 people that give you the answer, it's the correct answer because it's almost common knowledge, right? Whatever this person may be asking, but I get it. Not everyone knows everything about, you know, it could be their first visit. You know, you got to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes. Right. But then it's just like, okay, 10 comments have all said the same thing. Anyone that continues to comment the same thing after the fact that knows that the first now 50 answers were correct. Right. But he just wants to say it slightly different. Right. And then it's just like, man, once you get your answer, turn off the comments or take yeah. your post down. But then you got like 150 people on there that have all been like, yes. Or like, cause I saw someone today post like, are the trams running from the parking garage? Uh, I, get, I see that question like once a week and I right. get it. People are wondering if they probably know they haven't been working and they just wanted to know if they've started again. But if they were, you would have seen it because people would be all over these groups saying the trams are back. The trams are back. Yeah. And then there was like, I saw like 20 comments of people saying no, but you can go to Toy Story and ride the bus. No, the trams haven't been back since the park reopened, but you can park at Toy Story and take the bus. And and it was just like, okay, you you don't need to chime in any longer. The answer has been said. Just, just keep scrolling. Move yeah. along. And and Move a couple of times when I've been, I, I've seen a question asked and I know the answer to it. So I'm going to help the person out and nobody is commenting yet. But by the time I get done type my answer, I hit send or post Then I'm like number 18. And then I look like a, you know, <laughs> you look like one of those people. Like yeah. One of those people. <laughs> yeah. So I'll usually, I'll usually go in if, you know, all the answers are right and I'll go in and I'll just delete my post because I don't, I don't need to be number 18. You know, I was trying to help you out. Cool. But you got your answer. Um, I, yeah. I like it when I see Jason start to argue with people. Because <laughs> <laughs> like when, you, when you're in those groups, it'll like show you people that you're friends right. with. Like they're, it'll like right. select their comment out of like all of right. them. And like for you to view and be like, Oh look, Jason's commented on this post. It's <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, I, I try not to argue, but one of the things that I'll, I'll, I'll add to it that I hate is, and it hasn't happened in a while. Uh, but someone will ask you a question and then you'll give them the answer. And I, I'll, I'll usually try to give an answer that's straight from whatever Disney.com or whatever. And then the, and then that person who posted a question wants to argue with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. Well, you're the one that asked me the question. I'm just sharing what I know. Well, right. I heard it was, I, well, I, I heard it was this. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm fine. You know, <laughs> then why are you asking if you were just going to go with that? Yeah. 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 So, uh, or the, I guess the other, other thing is when you'll have like 20 different threads with the same question. Um, and what's, what's something I can hear? Like, Oh, when do, you know, I, I didn't see this, but it could be a, a possibility. When do the Disney Mary's nice tickets go on sale? And then somebody else will post the same question. And then another somebody else. Why don't, why don't you like do a search of the post for Disney's Merriest Nights, and then you'll probably find your answer. You don't have to post a question that's already been asked. You know, I don't. I don't know. Right. I I love Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> that, that reminds me, like when there's a major announcement that comes out, 
Yeah. You know, whether it was about Magic Keys or Oogie Boogie or Marius Knights, when, whenever there's an, a, an official announcement made about anything, right? everyone and their mother starts sharing it on these groups, right? Okay, so then by like noon, three, four, five o'clock in the evening, people, people are aware, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't happen to get on Facebook until maybe eight or nine o'clock at night, there's enough people that have shared it around. If that's your first time on Facebook for the day, it's going to pop up right on your feed because you're in these groups. But then there's someone at the very end of the day that's like, has anyone else seen this? Putting this here just in (laughs) case no one else has shared it yet. And it's like you can literally go to the page where you have to post it and see that the previous 15 posts were about that exact same thing that you're posting about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's some of my things. I, I could probably go on all night about. Uh, yeah, I get irritated with the sense of entitlement that a lot of Disney fans seem to have. You know, especially like, the local Californian. Yeah, you know, yeah, especially when you start talking about that, it's so funny. Like when they took away the annual passes, and one of the reasons that they cited for taking them away is that they did a lot of studies and. Uh, annual pass holders didn't spend as much money as the regular guests. And everyone started complaining. Oh, we spend, I spend thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. And then they come out with the annual passes again. And then everyone starts saying, I just went in there and rode rode one ride and left. (laughs) It's like, which is it? (laughs) Like like you're, you're going on and boasting about what they say that they canceled the program for in the first place. (laughs) Uh, But but I mean, it's absolutely true. People that spend, general admission tickets to get in for the most part, spend more money per day. Yeah. You know, because they're, it's their only time that they're going to be there that, that year or one, you know, one out of two times for the year, what have you versus someone that lives 30 minutes away that has a pass where they can go whenever they want every weekend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to chime in because I, I commented on yours, but I haven't said mine, oh. which oh, I, okay. I kind of jumped on yours because that that is probably the biggest thing that gets to me. But I guess my honorable mention uh, would be <laughs> I don't know why feel, people feel the need to, to share this with the Facebook community. But when you get the little red card for keeping track of time <laughs> yeah. in the line yeah. and everyone's like, I am the chosen one. I am the yeah. chosen one. <laughs> Look at me. I have the little red car. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I certainly don't care. <laughs> I assume most people don't care, but then there's some people that post, Oh my goodness. Congratulations. I just got it last week. Like it's the, yeah. the biggest honor that Disney can bestow upon you is giving you the red card. Oh man. I hope my next trip I get chosen. Cause I'm going to post that on Facebook and tag Cody. Well, well, <laughs> Look, I, Cody I feel I, f- I feel bad because last year when we were doing the gumball rally, they gave us the red card and I posted about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's not good enough for you to just, not you specifically, but these people right. uh, that are just posting about anything in these Disney groups, it's not good enough for them to just post about it in one group. They'll do right. it in every single group that they're a member of. And so oh, I'll be scrolling through. <laughs> And I'll, I'll see like the same post from the same person five different times in a different group. And it's like, oh my goodness. Right. 
like how much validation do you need? <laughs> a lot, because- Cody. I need a lot of validation, okay? <laughs> Oh, I, I see one of those freaking red card things at bare minimum once a week, if if not two or three times a week. And it's just like, nobody cares. I'm gonna, no, I'm nobody gonna go, cares. I'm going to go back and look for the one that James posted. <laughs> oh, I just sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> to you and Cody's so he can see one more for the week. There it is. Let's, let's, let's look at it. <laughs> Cody, you you believe How this guy? Both name? have one. Don't they only give you like one per group? Like, no, they, they gave don't pass us, out two in a row. They they gave us both one. I guess we're big enough. <laughs> they needed to see how much space there was between us. And so I'm curious, what were you going on, Roger Rabbit? Because you're in Toontown. I think that that was Roger Rabbit. Yes, because one of the one of the uh, uh, one of the clues we were looking for was on Roger Rabbit. So. Okay. Yeah, we had to go through and count like the number of tires stacked after the first turn or something like that. So yes, we were we were at Roger Rabbit. Did you get that one correct, or were you distracted by uh, Jessica Rabbit tied up in oh, the trunk we of the car? Totally got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Uh, I give you the benefit of the doubt, but is it because yours yours doesn't I, say I was chosen? Yeah, it, no. You know. I w- I, mine was being a little bit sarcastic about it because yeah, no, I feel the same way that you do. I, I see because someone I think specifically posted either today or yesterday. I'm the chosen one, and it, yes. and I and I read that and I'm like, oh come on, you're not the chosen one. They hand those out all day long. Just move along. So right. no, I actually agree with you. I just think it's funny because. <laughs> I remember posting that picture last year. <laughs> but you didn't post it in but, the yeah, Disney was, groups. No. And for I just 50,000 members to see. No. And we were, because we were in the race, we were also getting points for posting on social, posting media. On social media. So we were posting, right. like I was posting all day long that day. And because oh, yeah, you did a hashtag and, and we were posting on every ride, everywhere right. we went. So, yeah, I just, I it to me, it was a humorous spot to say hey we're we're not only racing but we're tracking time for disneyland at the same time so yeah yeah i i agree with you i i'm i would have never done that any other day (laughs) yeah that's probably why i don't even have a memory of like i remember now that i see that picture i remember viewing it Uh that day because i was following all your posts that day but like it didn't annoy me then looking at it now it doesn't annoy me because it's specifically the caption that these people think that they're so special because they, you know, every so often they just have to hand it to someone and then that person gives it to the ride operator at the end. Like, yeah. 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 Who'd you, I agree. Who'd you do that with? That was with, uh, Jin. With Jin. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Cool. Jin Jing. Jin, Jin Jan. That was one of my best Disney trips ever. Yeah. That was so fun. I can't wait for them to bring it back. I've already got our team name picked out. I've got yeah. the costumes ready. Yeah, because we had we had talked about that after you had done it. Like when they did it the next year, I was going to try to go. Uh, mm-hmm. But then obviously um, we all yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think after that first time, I think I had several people. I think my sister was thinking about bringing some people down and doing it because yeah. uh, we, had, we had a blast. So, yeah, the fact that everything went the way that it did, I, I can't wait for them to do it again. Yeah. So 
Because that that was put on by is it Mice Chat that does that? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, it's a blast. Yeah. All right. So last segment uh, we're gonna get into um, is our Disney A to Z, and here we go. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. So basically, our Disney A to Z random entry segment is based off the book Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia by Dave Smith, who was the founder of the Walt Disney Archives and the chief archivist emeritus of the Walt Disney Archives when he compiled this book. If you're curious about anything about the Walt Disney Company, this encyclopedia is your one-stop guide filled with significant achievements, biographies, historic dates, comprehensive lists, and tons of trivia. It has about 8,000 different entries. Um, so for our random entries, uh, we spin our wheel. It will give us a page number. Uh, one of, once we get the page number, one of the co-hosts, uh, James or Cody, today I believe it is Cody, selects a number based off how many entries happen to be on that page, and then we share the entry with you. Uh, so without further ado, let's spin the wheel. All right. Looks like it landed on page 171. Uh, let me open the book here to 171. And it looks like we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight entries on page 171. So Cody, what are you selecting today? Seven. One, Lucky number. Lucky number. Six, seven. It is actually a very good entry. Short entry, but very good entry. Um, and it is the Dapper Dance. All right. All right. Uh, they are a bar- barbershop quartet that performs on Main Street USA in Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. And that's really all they say about the Dapper Dance. <laughs> here. But, uh, if you want to expound Dapper Dance Barbershop Quartet, they dress in you know old style outfits. I think they just recently came back to Disneyland September 3rd. Yeah, uh, maybe. So. Uh, and uh, I, they went away. For I don't a know while. if they're. Are they doing the? Don't they change like the cadaver dance or something at Halloween time at yeah, night? I, I did I see them. I wonder if they're doing that this year. I don't. I, I, I think before I would see them like at night, like on the rivers of America on like one of the rafts. But I think that was during like the Halloween event when it used to be over at Disneyland before it went over to DCA. Right. I don't know hmm. if they've brought the cadaver dans over to the boogie bash or not. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I've seen them, uh, in the past do the, uh, cadaver dance. I've seen pictures, haven't seen them in person, but yeah, hope, hopefully, hope, hopefully it's back. Uh, they do have that four seater bicycle. They ride around, they'll stop and they'll, they'll <laughs> sing. And, uh, um, so. so every year we go river rafting. I think I've told you guys before, Cody, have you gone with us before? Once, yes. You went once. So one of the river guides that goes there quite often, and I don't know if you met him or not, Cody, but his name is Wyatt, and he is actually used to work at Disneyland. It was one of the one of the Dapper Dance. So oh, interesting. That was kind of cool. cool. So yeah. yeah, you get to talk to him about that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So the Dapper Dance. Um, some of the other entries you didn't choose. Uh, yeah. What was number two? I was thinking uh, maybe number two. Number two. It was Winnie the Pooh. It was. <laughs> an act, an, an actor named Hutch Dano. He appeared on Disney XD 
and Zeke and Luther and Dan brother. Um, so yeah. Um, so we had Danny, the champion of the world. We'd had Hutch Dano. We had Royal Dano, which was the grandfather of Hutch Dano. We had Ted Danson. Um, he appeared in a couple movies, three men and a baby. Um, probably more famously known for his role in cheers. Uh, we had a film called the Danube. We had Tony Danza, um, the Dapper Dans, which you picked, and then Darby O'Gill and the Little People. So, so what is, I mean, I know who Tony Danza is, but what has he done that's Disney related? Uh, I'll, do an, I'll do a bonus entry. Um, oh, actor right. appeared in Angels in the Outfield. Okay. And on TV in Disney Goes to the Oscars, Disneyland's 35th anniversary celebration. Um, and then uh, something called the Garbage Picking Field, Goal Kicking Philadelphia Phenomenon. Um, okay, that rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, <laughs> the garbage picking field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. Man, if you're not careful, something else might come out of your mouth. Yeah, say it a couple more times, Jason. Let's <laughs> no, get that. Good. Let's get that censor button ready. <laughs> uh, a movie called Noah, and then the syndicated the Tony Danza show. Uh, gotcha. Those, those all fell under the Disney spectrum, and then he was uh, he was uh, on uh, Who's the Boss? Yep. Back in the '80s, so. Um, yep. Cool. So there we go. That is your Disney A to Z random entry for September 15th, 2021. All right. So quick note before we finish, Mm -hmm. I have looked online and the, the grand Californian is available next year during the D 23, the absolute cheapest room with a standard view Two queen beds and one day bed, $717 a night. (laughs) So, so start saving, guys. (laughs) If we say three nights, that's $717 a piece. (laughs) See, that's insane. Yeah. Why don't we stay two nights and I'll pay for the third night? And then you guys pay for night one and two. What I was going to say is the average. Average is the seven seventeen. Friday and Saturday night would be seven fifty eight. Thursday is six thirty five. So I'll take Thursday if you guys got <laughs> Friday and Saturday covered. <laughs> you got you got Thursday. Cody's got Friday and Saturday. We'll sleep in a van down by the river. <laughs> uh, Sounds good. And, and so, what is Disneyland typically one or two hundred dollars cheaper than Grand? Um, depends. I think it depends. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's usually pretty f- freaking close. Last yeah, time I stayed there, I was able to get a 40% discount because of military. So, hey, oh, well, yeah? Jason's got the hookup then. Yeah. So, if they bring something out like that, I mean, I got no issue with staying at the Disneyland Hotel because oh, I've never what? stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. Mm. And the I Disneyland Hotel to. is actually 540 a night average for those same three nights. And I look for Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night thinking that we right. would check out and be done on Sunday. So 540 a night, that's not that bad. Two Seems queen more beds doable one, than 750. Two queen yeah. beds and one day bed. And I'll tell you right now, Cody gets the day bed. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in a separate room because you snore? Who does? You do. Oh, get out of here. Oh, get out of here, man. <laughs> Believe me. I don't snore at all. Oh, man. You're right. Snoring is quieter. (laughs) (laughs) 
What, what do they say? I don't snore. I just dream I'm a. What do they say? I dream I'm a bear or a motorcycle or any. I guess choose whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get out of here, uh, let's uh, share our social media stuff uh, since that was Cody's corner question social media. Uh, if you want to follow us more than just listen to us on the show, you can uh, like us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Uh, on Instagram, we're at Talking Disney Podcast. You can email us, TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.TalkingDisneyPodcast.com. That's where the shows will always appear first prior to making their way out to all the various streaming services such as um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher. Uh, let's see. I was looking at our stats earlier today. Our four most popular are Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. So uh, for the last thirty days, but yeah, awesome. they're all over. Wherever you wherever you listen to your podcast, you just search for search the uh, Talking Dizzy Podcast, and we should come up. If we don't, and uh, you want to shoot me an email with uh, what service that was, I will try to get us on there. So. Um, that is all I got, guys. You guys got any alibis? Nope. I think that's it. Nope. All right. We'll watch uh, watch the rescuers before our next episode. Yes. Um, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk offline on when that's going to be, and then uh, it'll just pop up in your streaming service. So, uh, Cody, <laughs> anything? Nope. James, nope. you good? I'm good. All right. Well. Uh, like I always do, thank you for uh, listening. Thanks for checking us out, taking time out of your day or night, wherever you may be, uh, to listen to us. We we really do appreciate it. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, like I said, shoot us emails, talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com with your questions, comments, um, ideas for shows, ideas for topics. If you have an idea for a Cody's Corner that you want to share with Cody, um, let him know. Um, Indeed. And... Uh, that is all I got, guys. One last cool. chance. I'm good. All right. Well, we will uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Silly old bear. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Oh, oh. Now it's time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. Be careful getting home. Bye-bye.